Welcome to the Managing Your Multi-Passionate Life Show. Your host, Carol Dixon Carr, is an educator of and a participant in many eclectic subjects, and she loves it that way. Each week, she'll bring you episodes and stories on how you can navigate those multiple passions while managing your mental, spiritual, physical, and emotional energy in your life as a whole. So here's Carol. I'm here, and so is the amazing Julie Boyer. She is the host of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, an intuitive biz plus health coach, and three-time Amazon best-selling author. Julie has practiced gratitude for more than a decade and founded Wake Up With Gratitude in 2017. It's your source for gratitude, inspiration, photos, prints, thank you cards, workshops, and more. This business was born after she survived a week-long coma due to a bacterial infection after her second miscarriage. That life-threatening experience taught her that every single day is a gift. Julie currently lives on Vancouver Island, where she balances several home-based businesses while homeschooling her 10-year-old daughter. And her mission is to inspire you to wake up with gratitude every day. I am so on board with that that notion. Welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, Carol, thank you so much. It's just so great to finally connect with you. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I would just love for you, to, and you're going to get the floor. I'll let you just talk. I might interrupt you if there's something like, ooh, 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 I don't want to forget, but I would just love for you to tell us a bit about your story. And I know you're interested in a lot of things. Uh, when I was looking at your Facebook profile, oh, yeah, she needs to come on the show. So you can talk about the highs, the lows, challenges, triumphs, all of it. You can be vulnerable here. You're safe. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm definitely multi-passionate and I have been, you know, for so many years, like I've just always had a hard time finding one thing that I love. So I'm always involved in a lot of different things. And I think, I think that's what makes me more interesting is that I've got different passions and different ways of connecting with people. And I, in terms of business, I've actually been an entrepreneur since I was a young child. Uh, I had a paper route when I was 10 years old. And uh, I remember the first month I started my paper route, I got to, we used to collect money from people and go knock on their doors. So it was my very first month. And it also happened to be December. Like who quits their paper route in December when everyone's giving Christmas bonuses. So I then got all the Christmas bonuses for the person before me and bought my first little TV. It was like, I don't know if you remember, they were like little 13 inch things. Oh, I remember in black and white. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you were like, and, and then you would have like the, if you were lucky, you could buy like the, the remote that you could plug in. And anyways, yeah, that was kind of my beginning of being an entrepreneur. And I've always sort of had things on the go, things on the side, even through my education and everything. And I actually, I had planned to continue my career as a, a teacher. So I'd been teaching overseas for a number of years. And I'd been teaching French without a teaching degree. I had an undergraduate degree, but not in French or teaching. And I was like, I really, I think I want to finally, you know, do this, become a teacher. My sister's a teacher. She's an English teacher. Seemed like the right thing to do. And so I got into education program here in Canada. And I had at the same time as I got into my education program, had been introduced to a business that I still do today. And I was like, well, this is cool because I can do this on the side, right? And go to school, get my teaching degree and always have like another way to make money. And I went to school for eight days and I was like, oh, 
I don't know if I like this public school system thing. Like I was teaching in private schools where I was in charge of the curriculum and how, you know, what I get to teach, right? You know, you're in, you're in the system, you get it. And I was like, I don't know about that. And then I thought, okay, so if I do you get a job? Because at the time, um, teaching jobs were really rare and hard to get. And then once you would get in with a certain school board, you were stuck. You couldn't move because if you move to a new school board, you'd have to start over and lose your seniority. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not sure I want to stay in the same place for the rest of my life. And then the last thing that kind of really bothered me about the school system was that I knew that I would be helping to teach and raise other people's children and my future family someone else would be doing the same with my children. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want that either. So I made like a super crazy decision and I ended up dropping out of school uh, eight days after I started my degree. So that's was sort of the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey as an adult was at that time. Very cool. Yeah. I was curious about the whole journey that you got to gratitude. I mean, in your bio, you talked about kind of a devastating thing that would happen is, is there any other catalyst that propelled that wake up with gratitude mission in your life? Yeah. So the story behind the gratitude businesses. So, well, first, so if I started my first business and my first business is a network marketing business and it ended up becoming my career, which again, that was never what I planned, but as someone who loves to teach and educate and train, that is what I get to do every single day about things that I'm super passionate about. And I get to share that with so many people. So it's cool because I still get to be a teacher. And I, you know, went through my career, I, I like building this business. And in 2011, I was invited to go to a conference. So every year there's a conference in Salt Lake City and they have all these incredible speakers. And one of the gentlemen... Uh, who spoke. His name is Sean Aker. He wrote the book, The Happiness Advantage. He also has a fantastic TED talk. So he spoke in a workshop and he said, if you want to change the way that you feel in 21 days, if you want to shift your mindset, you know, here are some suggestions. And one of them was to start writing in a gratitude journal. And I was like, yeah, I've done this before. Like I had done it before. I had, you know, done this practice for a while, but like most people, I had stopped doing it. But what he said really caught my attention because he said, okay, I want you to write three things that you're grateful for specifically to that day. And then the next day you write three things specifically to that day, not the same as the day before. So what often happens is like, we're, yeah, you know, I'm grateful for my home and my family and my kids and my parents, whatever, but it's not really specific. And so I thought, well, I, I could do this. I could do this specific gratitude thing. And so I started doing it. And then I added something called a a gratitude intention. So this was something I'd learned. Do you remember the movie, The Secret? Oh, absolutely. Right? Amazing yeah. movie. I mean, listen, we've learned since then that like, you have to take a bit more inspired action. Absolutely. And actually, they remade the movie and added that in. Lisa Nichols, gosh, she inspires me. I've been doing some training with her this year. Gosh. So she was like the one who added, like, you have to do inspired action. You can't just right. sit there and like, right? Yeah. Things don't, I mean, sometimes they do, but usually there's inspired action. So mm -hmm. I learned this power of a gratitude intention. So I started writing a gratitude intention and in my gratitude journal. So I would write like every night in my journal, I would write a business goal that had been evading me for like a couple of years. And I would just say like, I'm so happy and grateful now that I have done business. I remember those. Yeah. Bob Proctor talks about that. Too. Yes. Bob Proctor in the secret. You, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So yeah. He, so I started writing this and 12 weeks after I had started writing this, I accomplished this goal. 
which like surprised everybody, me, of course, most of all, like things that fell into my lap that like, you wouldn't believe, like, you're like, how is that even possible that that happened? Um, so I was like, okay, this gratitude thing is like really working. So I kept doing it. And then the next thing is that, uh, we were trying to get a house, our first home as a family. And I knew what I wanted. And so I would write that in my gratitude journal and really less than 12 weeks later, we found that home. Nice. Like, again, we shouldn't have, like, we shouldn't have been able to get this home. Like we didn't have the down payment. We did, oh, anyway, whatever, it all worked out. So I was like, this gratitude stuff really works. It does. Absolutely. It does. So I started, you know, I really started incorporating it into my, into my business. So into my first business, I started incorporating the gratitudes into my training. And then, um, I actually, so I got pregnant for a second time. So I have one daughter and I've had two miscarriages. And uh, the first miscarriage happened at 15 weeks gestation, which as you know, usually by 12 weeks, you feel like it's going to be okay. Yeah. And so obviously this happened, I ended up basically going to labor at home and, you know, yeah. having the baby and having to call EMS. It was very, the whole thing was like really traumatic and over so fast, like from the EMS coming to me, having surgery and coming home from the hospital was like less than five hours. And, you know, unfortunately miscarriage and a DNC, which sometimes you have to have after a miscarriage, um, a, a small surgery, it's treated like a surgical day service, like a surgery, as opposed to the fact that you've just lost a baby. Mm. So they send you home with like no guidance, no counseling, not even a pamphlet, not even a number to call. Like you're just like sent home. Wow. But you know, Carol, what I did that night is I, I wrote in my gratitude journal and some of you are probably thinking like, how could you find gratitude on that day? And I said, well, I was grateful that my daughter had been at daycare. So she only went to daycare a couple days a week. She was at daycare that day. Hmm. I was grateful that the EMS, like the police were able to break down the door. And I was just grateful for the treatment I had at the hospital because the nurses were very kind. So that sort of, you know, that really started shifting the way that I looked at gratitude for wow. sure. Wow. Um, and then that prompted me to write my book. So that's how I became an author. So that experience of using gratitude to deal with trauma, uh, that was my, my book, my first book, 30 Days of Gratitude the gratitude program that will change your life. So I wrote that over the next month. And my sister, remember I told you she was an English teacher. Well, she helped me to edit. Perfect. And then four months after the idea of the book was born, uh, it was launched and we did Amazon bestseller. And, you know, I thought that was it, you know, now I've got an, I'm an author and I've got this other business. And, you know, I thought I'm all good. Wow. Very cool. I mean, not the horrible parts, but the coming through it yeah. yeah by the way my husband's an English professor so I'm always running stuff through him before I send it good people to have in your life for sure that's for sure absolutely so with everything that you've got going and I think it's really cool I, I don't have patience for the homeschooling so I always like mm -hmm. the homeschooling mothers get all the respect in the world because mine's 21 now so still so it doesn't matter she's a senior in college now will be but thinking about how you manage homeschooling and all your businesses and all your hobbies, that kind of thing, how do you manage the mental, the emotional, spiritual, physical, all of that, all that energy as you navigate this journey? Uh, it's such a great question. And I mean, gratitude is definitely a huge part of it for me. So 
you know, writing the book, I kind of was like, yeah, like my gratitude journey, like it's, this is it, you know, the book, the culmination. And it turns out that that was really the beginning of my gratitude journey. Um, Cause the book was written now eight years ago and it's still impacting lives, which is amazing. But my own life and the way that I practice gratitude has really helped. And, you know, I will say when my daughter um, had to homeschool, so we, we moved across the country from one end of Canada to the other. And that process ended up being really traumatic for my daughter. We, she's an only child. And um, she ended up dealing with severe separation anxiety and panic attacks. Oh no. Yeah. And so me already being the work from home entrepreneur, uh, it fell to me to take care of her because she was no longer able to go to school. And we fought it for, you know, months. And finally, you know, we met with a counselor, kind of an emergency situation. And she said, if you keep sending your child to school, like she's going to have like permanent damage from the mental strain that she's under. Mm-hmm. So, and I still wrote in my gratitude journal all through this time. And it was just so hard um, because I didn't know what to do. I wasn't planning on homeschooling. It wasn't my intention. Although it's funny when I looked back later, I realized that there were times when she was little that I had thought about it, but I'd never like actually said it out loud. So I kind of guess I got what I wanted anyways. The intuition. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it kind of came out and you know, the, it took us a long time to get where we are today. And for sure, my gratitude practice helps keep me sane and helps keep me aligned. I've taught her some gratitude practices as well. Um, I am very introverted, which I've only realized in the last couple of years that I need a lot of time alone. I need a lot of quiet. So I like to go to the beach and be there for sunrise. I like sunrise because I'm generally alone and it's very safe here. So there's no, not in any kind of danger or anything. It's very, very safe. It's just me and the seals, seagulls, the eagles, river otters, you know, whatever, (laughs) me and the wildlife. Lovely, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, and then that's actually how one of my other hobby businesses started was the photography. Cause I was then sharing my photography and because I moved across the country from the other side of Canada, where they don't have the same kind of scenery. A lot of people were like, well, can I, can I get a print of that? Like, you know, they just started, people really just started wanting to buy my photos. So that's kind of how that started. So it was a practice of gratitude, of grounding, of recharging, and then a hobby that turned into a business. Lovely. on top of the other businesses yeah I love that a lot of my my stories a lot very similar I don't take pictures probably I take them but not for not for money but it's interesting I had some in the music realm that that kind of happened to me um accidental creativity popping up in cool ways I love it yeah so what would you give in terms of advice to our listeners going forward going for their dreams whether they're multi-passionate or singularly focused, doesn't matter. Sometimes there's some overlap where you can get some wisdom. Mm -hmm. I think clarity is, is important. And when I say clarity, I mean, if you're clarity and you're single focused, that's clarity, but you can also be clear and have multi-passionate businesses. So I made some really big choices in 2021 in terms of clarity of where I wanted to go in my business. So I like to make I like, I do. So one of the, you know, courses I started was like, it's a creating a grateful year. So building your year on a foundation of gratitude and then really focusing on doing a visualization. So this is an activity that a lot of, you know, anybody can do is visualizing where you want to be in a year from now. 
And I like to look at all aspects of my life because I feel like, of course, listen, we don't, living a balanced life is a farce. Like that's not real or true. It's just not like when I'm really focused, like I just did a month of like a four weeks of massive action in my business for the month of May. Well, guess what? Spent less time with my daughter. I did less around the house. And, you know, we mentioned we're both in the middle of a moving process. So imagine not touching anything for a month for the move. That was hard. But, you know, I just said like this, I got to do this month right now. Like I just got to go for it. And so I did. So other things fell apart because if I connect back to where I want to be at the end of the year, this like month of really focused, solid action is required. So that's why the clarity helps because then I can say, listen to my family. I can say, listen. I'm going to do this for a month. I'm really going to go hard. You're going to see less of me. I'm going to be working more for the month. But I know that where I want to be in the end of the year, which, you know, includes a hot tub for the family, like I got to do this. Absolutely. (laughs) Clarity, 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 and then vision of where you want to go. And listen, the vision can change. Totally fine. I mean, I still want a hot tub though. Like that hasn't changed. (laughs) Absolutely fair. I love it. Yes. It's interesting when I think about the first version of the secret, and I, I kind of gave it the side eye in some places, but then the revision made up for it because I'm like, yeah, I believe in gratitude. I actually give order forms to the universe and all of that cool stuff. And gratitude, I have a gratitude journal as well. That's why I was drawn to you when I met you. I can't remember where we met, probably through Michelle and Evans, probably. Yeah, we did. We met through that podcasting group, but we met a, a while ago and then just you know connected on Facebook. I have a lot of gratitude for social media. You know, the way that we connect with people, the way that we can build relationships with people that we wouldn't meet otherwise. Like I do have a ton of gratitude for social media and I curate my social media as best as I can. There's stuff that I don't want to see. And so I just click on hide posts for 30 days, right? You can just do that. You can just not see the stuff that you don't want to see. And that's totally okay. And I see a lot of people talk about gratitude. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, so even in the midst of all the gratitude, what would you say, I mean, and I know that we've talked about some of the things, what are the, is there a time where you were just like, I know I need to find gratitude in this, but boy, this situation is, wow. Yeah, it's interesting. You would think I would talk about the time, you know, after I was in the hospital and everything like that, but it it actually wasn't like, it was actually really easy to find gratitude after I woke up from almost losing my life. Like that wasn't hard, a hard time to find gratitude because I was so incredibly grateful, right? Like for Mm -hmm. everything, like just even being able to like use the toilet by myself, like stand up in the shower, drive my car, right? Stuff that we totally do, right? Like every single day without thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I would say past year has been tricky. Part of the reason we're moving is we had bought this house with my parents. That did not end well. It ended very, very traumatically for kind of everybody. And a year ago, pretty much when we're recording this, they left and they, you know, moved out of the house. And that time leading up to that happening was very tough. And I started a gratitude practice now two years ago, a a different gratitude practice. Mm -hmm. It's a morning practice that I do with my friend, Karen. And it's based on a book that's called the 40 days, 40 day to a miracle with Melody Beattie. I think that's the name of the book. 
might be wrong. Melody Beattie, 40 days of something. Okay. And she talked about how, um, when she found herself in a really difficult situation with like, she was in a home with her kids by herself and the home was like in total disrepair. Like she just had so much to do to try and make it a home for her family. And it was overwhelming. And so then she would be grateful for the stuff that wasn't working. And she had this practice where she would send her gratitude to a friend and the friend would send her gratitude back. And a lot of the gratitude is around the stuff that's not working. So I started doing this gratitude practice a year before and kind of really as I was going through this really difficult challenge with my parents. And it really helped to just say like, I'm grateful right now that I'm like crying in my car, that I'm scared to go home, hmm. right? Because what it did is when I would write it down with, I am so grateful that it changed the impact of the words. I'm not saying it wasn't hard because it was very hard and it was hard for a while till it wasn't. Yeah. And now it's like really good. And we're like just about to move into this next chapter of our lives. And it's really, really good. And again, gratitude was a part of that. So really being understanding that gratitude can work in any kind of way that you choose to, but I don't know. I really, I live so differently today than I did even a year ago when I really was in fear. Like I was scared to be in my own home. I was scared for my daughter. It was a, it was a tough situation. And, um, you know, I, I did things to like break the cycle of abuse in my family that is still, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think and don't want to ever, you know, have a relationship with my parents again, because I made decisions that they don't agree with, but I made decisions for my child and for the future. And without a gratitude practice, like I had, I'm not sure that I would have had the confidence and the ability to say, stop, no more. I'm not, not going to play this game anymore. Yeah. It looks like the boundaries are so important too. Boundaries are so incredibly important in tandem with gratitude. <laughs> boundaries work when the other parties respect the boundaries, which is right. one of the biggest challenges. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you just have to cut them loose and I've done That's right. that. I mean, you can set all the boundaries you want, right. but if people are choosing not to respect those boundaries, like right. there's you know, only so much you can do. So. Right, and then you just get rid of those people. That happened to me in 2018, just the list of folks yeah. All right. Well, time to move on. I'm going to love you from afar. That's sometimes you just have to do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is some great. Do you have any last words of wisdom that you'd just like to impart from the Julie perspective? Uh, I'll share two things. One is that being authentically yourself, whether it's a multi-passionate entrepreneur or not an entrepreneur at all is the most important thing. And trying to like to squash away parts of yourself that feel good and bring you joy. Sometimes as entrepreneurs, we, the things that don't make us money, but bring us the most joy, we want to put, to say no to those because they're not revenue generating. But I'll tell you that the more, the more you do things that bring you joy, the more revenue you generate. And it might not be directly from the one thing, right. but it helps everything else. Exactly. True story. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. So lean into being authentically you and stop worrying about the revenue. And then the second part is my best advice that can really be life-changing is to choose to wake up with gratitude. And it sounds so simple to do, but really making an effort to find a way to give thanks when you first wake up in the morning, 
Um, my morning mantra is thank you for this gift of another day and the opportunity to be of service to others and to make a difference in this world. It's beautiful. Love it. That's beautiful. So how can people get a hold of you? I am going to put all of this in the show notes, sure. but sometimes people don't check the show notes. I found out. So it's always, good to, it's always good to hear it. So I love hanging out on socials and my handle is the same wherever you find me, but you'll find me a lot on Instagram and Facebook and it's Julie C M like Mary and my last name, which is B O Y E R Boyer, but it looks like Boyer when you write it. So I've been having a hoot on Instagram, doing reels for fun. I do a ton of stuff on Facebook and you know, if you, if, what I love is when someone says, Hey, Julie, I heard you on Carol's podcast, right? It's so nice to meet you. Let me know that you found me through this podcast. Because first of all, it helps Carol know that you listened to the episode. And second of all, some of my greatest friendships have actually come through people who have heard me as a guest on someone else's podcast. So maybe that's you. Maybe you're inspired by the story. Maybe you have a great gratitude practice that you want to share with me. I mean, whatever it is, I would just love to hear from you. So just, you know, as this is slide into my DMs, say hello, and I'd love to meet you. As the kids say, as says, <laughs> I'm happily married. <laughs> yeah, but I love making new friends. Yes, that? clarification there. I love it. <laughs> fun, 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 fun. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate you taking the time out and inspiring me and giving me some great reminders about gratitude a different ways to look at it because sometimes I will just kind of repeat the things that I'm grateful for and add a couple things but unique things as we go along every single day I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that one on I think that's a really good idea all right well I'm going to let you get on with your day and I good luck with the move because I'm in the same boat I got two weeks to get it all together <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for having me on your show, Carol. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to Managing Your Multi-Passionate Life with Carol Dixon Carr. If you'd like to continue the conversation on these topics, head on over to the free Managing Your Multi-Passionate Life Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes along with other resources. And if any of Carol's words resonate with you, feel free to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with someone you think can benefit from it. Until next time.